little slow music, old school R&B intro to that podcast known as Nosy in the CLT representing Charlotte and surrounding. And I love the CLT. I've been here since 1996. So I'm basically a Charlottean by heart, with the exception of my football teams. Now, I always represent Colorado and the Denver Broncos from that standpoint, but it is back to life, back to reality and the CLT. Whoop, whoop. Oh, my goodness. I am so pumped up and, and proud to be back on the podcast. I took a hiatus. For what reason? I really don't even have a good excuse for it, laziness. But I want to talk about something. What has COVID and living in the COVID life for almost a full year taught you? What have you got better at from dealing with COVID? And none of the responses do I want to hear anything from a negative standpoint. What positive things have you gleaned from COVID? Now, I would love for you to talk Maybe it was something that you thought was negative and you overcame it and it ended up being a positive. That That's awesome. I would love to hear anybody's feedback on that. In fact, I hope to get some guests live. When live, I mean via Zoom and I'll upload it to you, my YouTube channel and you could, you would just get the uh, verbal aspect of it or the, the audio aspect of it if you're listening to this podcast. But I tend to think that I need to utilize YouTube a whole hell of a lot more now instead of uh, avoiding it like I've done so in the past just to get some visuals out there for people of what the folks that I talk to look like, maybe even what I look like because for some they don't know. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. But what positive things have come into your life out of living in this COVID life? Now, when we first started our real COVID life, it was about mid-March, right? And I want to say the exact date was like March 13th or 14th, where we had our first shutdown as a city in the city of Charlotte, where for two weeks, we were supposed to basically quarantine ourselves from any activity minus being able to go to the grocery store or get gas, anything essential, or go to the emergency room, stuff like that. And do you remember that? Do you remember and recall? Because, you know, there's some pretty big things in my life that I can remember through my 47 years of life. Number one, I can remember when the the space, um, the Challenger blew up in the sky. I remember exactly where I was. I remember being in elementary school during that time frame and like, wow, what happened? And hoping that somebody survived it, especially the teacher that was going up there in space. But unfortunately, that did not happen. Of course, I remember exactly where I was when 9-11 happened. And and obviously, that was so traumatizing for a lot of us. And a lot of us had a lot of fear because we were like, God, what is going on? You know, we leading up to 2000, there was a fear of like 2000, the year 2000 was supposed to rain havoc on us as a society, which it did not. But then shortly after that, we have 9-11 and that was happened almost a full year from the time that my child was born. So uh, my at that time, I had two children, one that was in daycare and the other one, which was in pre-kindergarten at Double Oaks um, 
And it was like, wow. I was at the Hartford at the time. I worked there. They were rolling out TVs so that we could watch things. And then it was like, go get your family. Go. Like, go to your family right now. F the job. Like, that, that was like the first time I had ever seen where a management was like, this is go. Like, we don't know because we're the... We're still the second largest banking city in America. So we didn't know if we were going to get planes crashing into our buildings, too, or what this is going to lead up to. Do you remember the fear of that? If you were uh, alive, whatever your age was, if you were five and can recall it or if you were 65 and can recall it. I know for me at the time, having two young kids to think about getting to, it was panic. It was sheer panic. And I remember driving from the Hartford and going to go get Desmond, uh, who was at the time was like um, about five years old. Um, and then calling my ex-wife and figuring out like, who's going to go get Jalen and what's going on. And then getting home and we're both watching the TV and seeing these planes crashing and other planes or planes crashing into the Twin Towers and then the other plane hearing about that crashing in Pennsylvania. And it was like, is this Armageddon? Is this literally getting ready to be the end? Is this the, you know, if anybody has any background in spirituality, whether it's Christianity or whatever, there is supposed to be some kind of time when things come to a head, right? And so if you have any of that background, you're like, shoot. Is this really it? And of course, we moved on and we moved past that. And there's been like little things here and there, you know, with acts of terror here in the United States, overseas, whatever. So, but our society has continued to move on. And now the pandemic. And as I'm recalling these pieces of history, I don't ever remember this long of a time frame where my life was interrupted. Think about that. I have been spoiled in my lifetime to never have have gone through the Great Depression, which some people are still alive who have seen that. You know, think about that. I mean, I've never gone through anything terrible that's interrupted my personal life so much as this pandemic I never lived in the civil rights era. I never had to feel less than, I mean, I felt less, I mean, don't get me wrong, racism still exists and it's alive and well, but to that, where it was that direct, where you couldn't drink out of the same water fountain, where you had dogs coming after you just for marching down the street. I mean, there are things that I've never had to have interrupt my life for this long period of time. Think about it for yourself and think about the interruptions that we've had. Okay, so the interruptions that we've had is we cannot we cannot be social with people, people right now. The fear is people just looking and talking and touching people is the fear. And out of all the things that I've just kind of transcribed in my own mind of things that kind of interrupted life or were kind of scary, um, Nothing felt this bad. And because with what I do with physical fitness and my my occupation in real estate or whatever, 
and me just being who I am, I I like dealing with people. And I have not missed it as much as I do right now. The I just came from the grocery store about 10 minutes ago. And I was on walking through the grocery store and I, I cut in, you know, when you have to cut in front of somebody, I'm turning away to say sorry or excuse me. You know, I'm, I'm turning away so I don't, even though I got my mask on, they've got their mask on. And normally when I walk down an aisle and I got to cut in front of somebody, I look at them directly and say, excuse me, I'm sorry, pardon me. But this is the world that I'm saying that I'm missing is like simple stuff like that. Sometimes they even feel funny about holding the door open for somebody because I don't want to breathe on them. So I look the other way. And it's how terrible is that? Like basic stuff has interrupted our life and what is polite and what is commonplace has been totally interrupted. And that's just simple stuff. Now, imagine you're talking in even more in depth aspect of interruption of life. You know, if you're single and you were were dating, how much does COVID kind of stop like and make you think, um, how am I going to continue to date somebody? You know, obviously online stuff is a really big thing and it's probably where most people meet each other now anyway. But even if you're trying to communicate online, eventually at some point you need to meet these people. And for me, if I was going to be online and dating that way, I would have to communicate with multiple people to kind of see, you know, how how are we going to maneuver this thing? How am I going to meet you to see if I really like you enough to kind of single you down to being one person that I would want to date? Or do I narrow, how do I, like the narrowing down process is bad enough. How are you going to do that with COVID? You know, I'm, I'm assuming that people still meet in public some kind of way in a socially distanced environment, if you even care, or I could be totally wrong and people don't give a shit and they're like, Hey, I'm gonna meet people no matter what, you know what I mean? I still have hormones. I still got to get my sex on. I still got to meet people. I still want to date. I want to still see if there's anybody out there for me that I can, you know, be with for the long term. So, you know, that is interrupted big time, I would think. And I, I can't wait to get people on the podcast to even talk through that obstacle. Okay. So right now I'm just giving you a a rundown of things that I think of could be obstacles as far as what we loved about life prior to this COVID virus, the the pandemic and other things that I liked and enjoyed about life. And I hit it on, hit on it briefly was being in fitness and being around people and working hard and feeling the energy from people. You know, I've still continued to carry on with cardio funk and SWAT and it's shrunk, right? Some people get derailed and don't want to do SWAT anymore. I get it. And some people get derailed and not motivated to come out and do cardio funk anymore. I get it. Some people got the Peloton and they're doing something else. But there to me is nothing like having a room full of people either having fun and sweating via cardio funk or working their asses off and sweating and doing it as a group. And we know we've done like tons of reps of push-ups or burpees or whatever. And then feeling that 
feeling of a fitness family, you know, in some kind of aspect. And me, we might not hang out after we do the workout, but still getting a workout done like that, I miss, I miss it. I miss not having to do a workout all the time outside. Now I do like outdoor workouts. I, I, I prefer that, but not when it's cold, not when it's extremely hot and humid or when it's frigid and cold. I don't prefer that, but I prefer to have the option to be inside, to lift heavy, to be in a room and not sit here and think, God, man, I hope how many spores of COVID virus are in here. Or if you have a place that you're working out and you get to work out inside, how fun is it to be working out with a mask or being enclosed and thinking, shoot, should I even be here? Does it take away from your workout? It would for me. Um, I do cardio funk inside at Bell Johnston at the at their gym. Now the gym is huge and we usually only have 10 to 15 people that come, but we we have a max of 25 people. But my thing is is even there are times in those with those 10 or 15 people that are spread way apart. Like there's more than six feet of distance between there's like 12 to 15 feet because the gym is so big. But I still feel like a little bit anxious, like, God, man, how much, how many spores of COVID am I ingesting being in here? You know what I mean? And that's the thing that I can't wait for us to get back to where there's not, none of those small to larger fears. And of course, we can talk more about the negatives regarding how businesses have been run to the ground. A lot of businesses have closed up, but tons of fitness businesses have stopped. Tons of restaurants have gone belly up and restaurants that have been serving the Charlotte area for 20, 25, 30 years. And it's sad to see that. So we could go on and on and on about what COVID has done to us to try to tear us apart. But I want to know what are some of the things that COVID has done for you individually to actually be positive in your life. Something that you didn't even think of. I don't know if there are people who have been let go from a job because of COVID and found some other kind of job or um, direction or career path that makes them feel even better about their plot in life. And it could be directly related to if COVID didn't happen, I might not have been on a path to being somewhere where I really should be, where my soul thrives and the feelings inside that I have know, I just know it's right. I might not have done that had it not been for COVID. I mean, there are things that, you know, I think of right now that I would have not even considered getting better at. And I still have a long ways to go at getting better at this, but finding more social media outlets to be able to promote something that I could do. Like I need to be better at offering online workouts that don't look just, recorded from a camcorder that I need to have a better production system that allows me to be able to do that and do that even past COVID to offer people in Africa cardio funk, you know, that, that option. I need to be able to be better at doing that. I also need to be better at managing my businesses. It, what, it, what, and, and I'm getting better at it. I wouldn't have done this without COVID. I'm getting better at networking with people, trying to figure out how I can create a team that helps the Lim Houston brand, because basically that's what it is. 
the Lim Houston brand, brand for real estate, the Lim Houston brand for fitness, the Lim Houston brand for this podcast. I mean, I feel like I would have never started researching stuff and started saving money to apply towards things that could help me. So I have a person who is in my SWAT group and she's into digital marketing and digital media and stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so we're going to revamp my whole look. We're going to revamp my whole look when it comes to real estate. I'm going to revamp the way I do things um, with social media as far as fitness and real estate and kind of still working both angles, but really honing in on real estate. Because as I age, I know I need to have something that I can do in life without that doesn't have anything with picking up dumbbells or doing a burpee, you know? So that those are some of the things that I'm feeling happy about getting started in that new journey because I want to continue to remain self-employed. I I don't have the desire to work as an employee. I, I don't. But I think I don't also possess the requisite skills to be smart enough at digital marketing or smart enough at um, social media or I don't even have the desire to do those things, right? But I need to get in touch with the people that do and do it well to make my brand, me, more solid. So I, I take away from COVID that I would have never opened these doors had it not been for that. And I, and I am learning a lot. I am learning so much, even on my own, the importance of constantly keeping yourself relevant and rebranding yourself and rediscovering new options. Not the same old options that everybody else uses. You just got to be more intelligent than that. You've got you've to reach people in those segments, like through Instagram and Facebook and know who your market target market is. But you, you, you also got to know like when to post something and be consistent about that so that your audience cont- continuously sees you as being active. I think I've done a great job on the fitness side with keeping people updated as far as daily on what kind of things I'm doing, but I haven't I haven't gained more business like I should have because I haven't strategically gone after a target market c- client. And that's what I'm learning. And it, it, if it wasn't for COVID, I probably wouldn't have done that because it really was me being out in the gyms and being visible that I got streams of people to either come to me for SWAT or cardio funk and then sometimes get clients as real estate clients through those means. Well, I need to do a lot more than that. A hell of a lot more. But anyway, if you got comments on stuff that you found about yourself that has been like, oh my God, had this not, had COVID not happened in my life, I never would have known this. I never would have done this. I never would have, it, it changed my life for the better. Please share those with me and you can send me any, any emails. Just hit me up on justrelaxmnc at yahoo.com. That's justrelaxmarynancycharlie at yahoo.com. You can send me an email and just outline all, you know, some of the things that happened in a positive way for you from COVID. If you want to send me a DM uh, or a private message on Instagram or Facebook, just at Lim Houston, L-E-M-H-O-U-S-T-O-N. And I'd be happy to read those and share those with the group on that podcast known as Nosy. 
Peace out and thank you, COVID. Whoop, whoop.